In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Very quiet, good evening, and good afternoon. This is not Ron Kolek, the gatekeeper to the realm, but Richard Felix, the Ghostfinder General, who for some strange reason is all alone. Because Ron Kolek seems to have disappeared. I think he may have been abducted by aliens, but I'm not sure. So I've got the show all to myself at this very moment. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Ron Kolek, where are you? <laughs> Hi, folks. Um, yeah, it's uh, not very good here. I don't know what it's like in America, but uh, I'm afraid we've got winter here. It's raining. It's cold, and it's horrible, and I wish I was back in America, in the USA, but I'm afraid I'm not. I'm here in England. Um, I don't know how many of you actually listened to the show last week, but uh, Ron and I did uh, something that I think was pretty unique, because we did, we did live from two... Two separate haunted pubs. Uh, Ron was at the Cash Town Inn in, in Gettysburg, which is, I think, the tenth most haunted building in the whole of the USA, which is quite something. And I was live from um, a place called The House, which is the oldest brick-built building, in, not in England, but certainly in Derby, which, of course, is the most haunted city in Great Britain, which is quite something, to say the least. And um, something actually happened to us. Uh, while we were there, because uh, someone from America, I think from Alabama, uh, a medium, actually said that while I was doing the live broadcast, someone was standing behind me, which, because uh, you all know, folks, that I'm uh, <clears throat> frightened of ghosts, uh, and it didn't do me a lot of good. I saw nothing, felt nothing, sensed nothing, no drops in temperature, absolutely nothing, but... She said, or he said, I'm really not sure which, um, that there was definitely someone standing behind me. And they said that it was a, a parliamentary soldier, a uh, Cromwellian soldier from the Civil War, which fits the bill. Because this building uh, that I was in was built in 1611. And, of course, the English Civil War was raging for about five years or longer, uh, from about 1642. Um, and, of course, the building would have been there. And, and Derby was a, a parliamentary town for the whole of the English Civil War and would have been full of parliamentary soldiers, which fits the bill. Bothered me. Frightened me to death, if you like. Um, but the amazing thing is that, that she said that where this figure was standing was almost the same spot where the landlord had actually had 
a ghostly experience about three weeks earlier, probably two feet away from where I was standing on the staircase. Two nights ago, my son Ed, who, who does the Derby Ghost Walks, and we now do the Derby Ghost Walk from, from this building, from, um, from the house, was actually finishing the Ghost Walk and thought that the landlord was standing behind him. Uh, turned round to speak to him, because he, he obviously sensed this guy standing there. Turned round and, and, and he'd gone. So Ed went off to find Carl, the landlord, and lo and behold, Carl was actually standing talking to someone and had been standing talking to him for the, for the past five minutes. Nobody had been, sorry, nobody alive had actually been standing next to Ed. But he sensed a figure standing there, and it's exactly the same spot that this supposed parliamentary soldier had, had um, been seen by this medium in America, standing by me. Um, it's bothered both of us, um, and we just hope that that, <laughs> that things don't don't actually you know can't follow you home, because although Ed is not the biggest believer in ghosts, it, it seems to have changed his mind. He is all of a sudden <laughs> starting to well not believe but but question things. I'm I'm obviously a great believer. I believe in ghosts, but I believe that eight out of ten can be explained. But, folks, I can't explain the fact that this, this person from America sensed this parliamentary soldier standing behind me. Um, and it just adds up. It, I, I just don't know. I really, really don't know. I am hmm, uh, slightly concerned. Um, we've only been in the building. In fact, the night we did the, the broadcast last, last Tuesday night was the first night that uh, we actually have been in that building because we've changed venues. Um we managed to get this place, which has just reopened. Being the most haunted building, it's the ideal place for us to finish a ghost walk. Because I don't know how many of you guys, um, how many people are listening in England, or how many people in America have actually been over to England or done the Derby Ghost Walk. But um, it's very different to, to most ghost walks that you'll get around the country. Um, it's three hours, two haunted pubs on the way around, and a candlelit supper at the end of it. And, and to finish it in, in the most haunted building... Uh, in the city of Derby, with, with allegedly 14 different ghosts in the building. It's quite something. It really is. Um, I presume that I'm still on my own. Uh, we have a guest. I'm still on my own. Thanks, Eric. Um, we have a guest tonight who is um, actually Brian Shepherd, uh, who is the, the resident medium on, on Most Haunted. Um, the guy that actually, well, he's been on. I've worked with with, with Brian quite a bit uh, on the show uh, when I was on, because uh, I did, I think, something like 122 uh, programs with Most Haunted over over four years. Uh, and at the time I was on, Brian was was the the guest medium on some of the programs, and he's he's not only not only a medium, but also a psychic artist. Um, and um, there are various places that that I went with Brian, and some of the some of the the psychic art that he created on on, on the show, um, well, absolutely blew my mind away. Um, because being the historian on the program, um, after he sort of sat down and just 
suddenly starts he starts writing like a mad thing um scribbling and and, and uh, with it with a with a pencil usually and and comes up with this this these figures who and, and i'll be very honest with you folks um nobody uh, nobody knows none of the mediums know where they're coming um beforehand it, it, it's a closely guarded secret uh that that no one knows the location that we do on Most Haunted, because many, many people over the years have said, do the mediums know? Do they get given a guidebook be- before before the, the show so they can read up at it? And, and I can categorically, can't even say the word, categorically tell everyone, um, as the historian on the program, that I always kept my notes um, very close to my chest. And, and I know for a fact that, that, that the, the mediums do not know where they're coming to beforehand. Um, I'll never forget the time we were in Cornwall doing um, a, a place uh, in Cornwall called, um, oh gosh, the Jamaica Inn. It's terribly famous. It really is. Daphne de Maurier, um, I think, wrote a book. I think it was called The Jamaica Inn, I believe. And um, we were sitting, all the crew were sitting in a cafe um, the day before. And um, Derek Akora and his wife, Gwen, came in to the cafe and they were they were actually sat with us. Uh, we were all having tea and scones um, in this rather nice Cornish cafe. And the the guy behind the counter actually sort of recognised us and said, "Aren't aren't you the people from from Most Haunted?" And uh, I, I think it was Yvette, you know, started talking to him. Said, "Yeah, yeah, that's right." And, oh, he says, "What are you doing down here?" And I said, "Oh, well, we're going to the Jamaica Intimate." Well. If you could have seen, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't sack me because uh, obviously I let out of the bag uh, the fact that, that I was that, that we were we were tomorrow going to the Maker Inn, and I presume I don't know whether Derek actually heard it or not, but um, certainly the, the guy behind the counter did. And um, okay, there wasn't much time for poor old Derek to do anything about it, but but all I know is that that everyone was very upset. That I'd actually, um, you know, let let this let it out of the bag and 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 told Derek that um, we were going to the Jamaica in tomorrow. Um, so I know it's a closely guarded secret. I know for a fact that 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 they don't know where they're coming to. So and what you see in. is what you get. Uh, I presume. I don't know whether Derek actually heard it or not. Wow. Listen, other th- I think. I think there are definitely ghosts. I tell you what, guys, this is quite amazing because the fabulous thing about doing a ghost program, paranormal show, TV shows, anything like that, um, if you're dealing with something that when the paranormal, if anything ever goes wrong, then you've not a problem because all you do is blame the ghost. If your cameras go down, if your batteries fail, if your lights go out or, or anything like that, then then paranormal not a problem it's as simple as that if ron Kolek and our guest doesn't turn up not a problem it's paranormal or he's been abducted by aliens one of the two but um no it, it's um i don't know what's going something strange going on tonight because i'll be very honest with you i i spoke to ron oh probably 10 minutes before the show and there was absolutely no problem no problem for the phone lines or anything else so something something's happened somewhere but who knows what 
I always remember we did a, um, another Most Haunted. Did you go to the Most Haunted show tonight, folks? Uh, I did a, a Most Haunted uh, show in Wales. Funnily enough, funnily enough, one of those that Brian Shepherd was on, and I'm sure he'll remember it. And we were in a big marquee on an airfield, and the weather turned very bad and more or less blew the marquee down. Uh, and we all had to escape out of the marquee because health and safety people said, "No way, you, you, no way can you stay in this in this in this marquee because there's every possibility that it could collapse on you." And we all ended up sitting uh, doing the show live from a little um, little cafe that was on on the airfield. Uh, everyone, the audience, half the audience, I think we had to send home because obviously there wasn't room for them in this little cafe, and we had them all sitting on the floor. In the cafe, some of you may have seen it and remember it. It was a place called Maze Artro in Wales. And I'll be quite honest with you, it was as good a show as you'll ever get. Because we were just having to, we were having to do what I'm having to do tonight, ad-lib, and just take the thing on. Because, to be honest with you, um, we hadn't got a clue. We'd got hardly any lighting. The, uh, all the cameras had, had gone. We, we couldn't plug most of them in. And... I don't know, it just added something to it. It was the fact that the elements took over from us. Uh, and we got through. And I, I, I was honest, that it was fantastic how they managed to keep the show going. But I did say um, after the show that one of the most fascinating things would have been had the show gone off air for two or three minutes. Because it would have been, and then come back on. But we actually managed to keep it going. But again, if it had gone off the air, well, what could we have blamed? ghosts on the airfield so there you go um now then i um have to talk about all manner of things um tonight because i don't think that mr kolak's going to come back to see us um it would be very nice if we'd got someone either online but then again perhaps if ron's controlling the 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 website then nobody can but um if eric could perhaps give out the number that anyone could you're trying to get me a caller. That really would be quite something. If we could get a caller, um, that really would be, be very nice because I presume uh, eventually we will get um, Brian Shepherd. But until then, if anybody's got any questions for me, because um, you, you, you realize that, that I, am, I genuinely believe in ghosts. There's, there's no doubt about it. I've seen a ghost. I've heard a ghost. And I've traveled with a ghost. But that's it. Yeah, in my... I'm going to jump online with you for a second. Or I'm going to jump online with you for a second. Come on, Eric. And it's uh, the call-in number is 877-864-4869. So for anybody on Para-X or anybody on Toginet, evidently Ron has just decided, I don't know what he's decided. I know Ronald he's not. Kolek, are you there? Now he's not at a pub because he's not allowed to do that anymore. Oh, poor old Ron. I know that. That's the trouble. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> hey, Eric, while I've got you, because yeah. obviously you, you, you don't live too far away from the, the Alamo, do you? No, I do not. About Well, about five hours. Oh, five, oh well, that's nothing. In, 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 in America, five hours is, is not a lot, is it? Even um, in Texas, that's not a lot. So, really? Oh, yeah. God, I said, well, I mean, have you been? Of course you've been. Well, I've, I've been good. I've been there. I've, I used to live in Austin, which is only a couple of hours from there. And, oh, right. Uh, the Alamo is the most... I mean, you go in that place, and you 
I mean, being a, a Texan myself, yeah. you go in that place, and it's like walking into a mausoleum or the most sacred of sacred. Really? Yeah, man. I mean, you think about the hundreds of guys that died there. Yep. Um, yep. You think about what, how long, just the thousands of Mexicans that were killed there. Yep. Um, it's surrounded by margaritas. Um, I mean, you, you can get a margarita right across the street. And really? Yeah, you just sit there and you drink and you think. And yeah. when those two things combine, then yet it's, it's, it's a very humbling experience, though, really. I mean, yeah, I can imagine it. I mean, it's, it's always been my dream because, I mean, from a very young kid, I was absolutely fascinated by the Alamo. Long before I was sort of thinking ghosts, although obviously I was frightened of ghosts from the age of four, I, my, my passion was, was the Alamo. Custer's Last Stand, the Alamo, um, have always been my, my, my favorites, if you like. And um, I, I understand that there are lots and lots of ghost stories um, to do with the building. Yeah, I mean, and you've got the Crockett Hotel, which is across the street from the Alamo, which really? I hear is one of the oldest hotels in San Antonio. And Was it there at the time? Um, it was not there at the time. At the oh. time of the Alamo, there was, it was literally just the, just the Alamo, and it was dirt. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to San Antonio. Well, you probably haven't. I haven't. No, I desperately want to go. It is, I've tried it, to get you to get me there. Yeah, it is a, it is <laughs> get a, me in there. I it mean, is a flat know. nothingness of really? Texas country. I mean, it's right. right on the edge of the hill country, but yeah. it is it is literally nothing. I mean, you can see forever. And at the time of the Alamo, it, it was literally out there on its own. How that mm. became the line or how that became, you know, the battleground, who knows? Unbelievable. But... But it did, and you know the rest is history, really. Of course, I mean, was I mean, obviously San Antonio was was a, a, I presume a, a, was it a town then, or just a village? Um, it was more of a village. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't, um, I wouldn't even call it a town. There was a mission and a little bit of a town um, at the time that that was going on. But you know, we're talking. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there were. You know, five hundred people in the mm. area. Yeah, you know, it was just yeah. it, literally a mission out in the middle of nowhere, and and I mean, it had been a mission for a long time before the Alamo ever happened. I mean, was, of course, the mission yeah. itself had been there since the seventeen hundreds. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's no. It's just the history of that place is just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and again, as you quite rightly say, I mean, for Texas, because obviously we're, we're talking of, of, of a building that played such a huge part in the, in the independence of, of, of Texans. Um, well, after I think it was something like 1824 when, when they first declared their independence, I believe. Yeah. And that's why there, I think there was a flag flying over the Alamo with 1824 on it. Um, you know, as you say, it's a shrine, isn't it? More than a mausoleum. But Absolutely. I mean, is it, it is it a scary sort of place to go into, Eric? It is a for me when I go into it. It is not scary at all. It is. No. It, it's a very humbling experience. I mean, you you're just you walk through. Um, 
the pieces of it that are still there. And, you know, we, we're talking about they couldn't preserve the whole thing because at the time it was a huge complex. You know, and over time, and because of cities being built and whatever, whatever, and mm. a lot of it was mm. destroyed, you know, right after the Alamo. Yes, of course. And so, but the main... So you've literally got the, the, the single building, the actual, yeah, you know, you've the got, original Yeah, you've mission. got the main mission part, and then you've mm. got some of the grounds, you know, but it's not... It's not all of what the grounds were, which, no. you know, the Crockett Hotel and everything that's just right across the street, literally from the yeah. Alamo, was once part of the grounds, and they really? were built on top of it. Yeah, so, so the amount of death that's actually taken place on, in the, on that hallowed ground. Oh, yeah, thousands you know, the, including thousands. the Crockett Hotel and... and uh, yeah, thousands. I mean... Thousands of deaths. Down to on, the on river walk. Yeah, all over that place. Yeah, all yeah, over. and again, with... We're talking all of the ingredients to, to create a haunting. Absolutely. Um, tragic, traumatic, premature death, guys being blown, literally blown to pieces, um, never having a, a lot of them probably never crawling away and never being found, um, not having a grave. Uh, all the things that I believe cause, cause a haunting in a building. And here's one, just a matter of interest. I mean, do, do, what, do you know what? I presume it's a stone building. It is a um, brick or a dirt brick building. Oh, really? Uh, like a pueblo type building. Gotcha. So it's actually not a not a sandstone or or, or building made out of stones. Well, there's but, a few but, stones but, in it, but yeah, it's 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 literally a clay. It, yeah, essentially, yeah. Clay exactly building. what it is. Which again is is one of the things I believe that that um, causes um, the recorded the recording type of ghost to be held in the fabric of the building, which I've spoken to Ron about many times. You know, the silica in the building and right. the sort of is it is it just a matter of interest? Um, is it a, it would it wouldn't happen to be sort of reddish clay, would it, by any chance, a reddish colour? It could have been or at one it, time, Richard, but honestly, it's more of a tan colour. Tan colour, and no. I don't know if it's painted. Because they do so much no, maintenance on it to keep it mm. the way it mm. is. Yeah. I, so. I just know that there are, apparently, there's a book out, actually, just called The Haunt of Alamo, which, which um, again, you know, and the, it's, a, it's quite a thick book, just telling the stories of, of the ghosts of, of the Alamo. So, uh, very hallowed spot. It's a place I would love to visit, but a place that I would very much like to feature on this, um, this TV series that I'm working on at the moment called... Uh, Battlefield Ghosts. Well, obviously, but, I've never been in there, you know, when there wasn't hundreds of people walking through the place. I mean, if you were really? there on your own, alone with that? a crew, um, yeah. I'm sure it would be quite different than what it is, you know, when the, all the lights are on and all the oh, everything's God, yeah. going on. Um, yeah. Because, it, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's just an awesome experience to mm. go there. Yeah. But I would imagine it's probably something that, that most people don't experience because as you've said there's so many people um walking through all the, i mean i presume that everyone almost you know visiting texas the one of the, the one of the places to make for has to be the, the place that helped make texas the yeah, alamo yeah i mean to a lot of to most of the visitors of the alamo it's a pit stop on the right of the on the you know on the on the river walk which is just um south of the alamo mm. and mm. it's just a it's just a tourist attraction but, you know, to those yeah. that know what it was, what it meant, 
and what actually happened there, I would yeah. probably guess or venture to say that probably 60% of the people that visit that place don't have a clue as to what they're doing. You know, they're walking in, they're looking at the history. It's a museum. Yeah, of course. You know, and yeah. they don't know. They don't have any clue as to what it means or what happened there or anything else. That's just, you know, something old, yeah. something cool, and something yep. that Got was important. to go and see the Alamo sort of thing. Right. Whereas for me, you see, you see, I'm just the right sort of person to, because I mean, at the end of the day, I, I would be so emotional um, going there. Um, I would be just the right sort. Hopefully, would be would be so tuned in, uh, switched on uh, that that you never know something might happen. Yeah. Well, but, like for me, when I the, the the times that I've been there, I like going into the courtyard and just finding right. a spot, sitting down, and and just sitting down and thinking. Yeah. And, and watching and imagining, trying to imagine, you know, what this would have been well, like. And yeah. it's just, I mean, it's just really phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, the, one of the things that, that sort of, it, it doesn't happen to that many people to, to actually know, you know, all those guys, you know, however many, I think it was something like 100 and, 185 uh, people, uh, quite a few of them English. Thousands. Yeah. And thousands of of of, um, of of Mexicans as well. Yeah. But I mean, those guys, as I say, quite a few Englishmen, I think, Irish, Scots, um, guys from Tennessee, Davy Crockett, Jim Bowie. And, and, I mean, all the, the, they all knew they were going to die. Oh, absolutely. They had a choice now, to leave, and they didn't. They chose not to. Yeah, I know. And and so this is the the real crux of the matter that that after they. After Santa Ana had played the Deguelo, which of course is meant no no quarter to be given, right, right? And I don't know how many days before, because I think they held out for something like thirteen days. Yeah, well, they played uh, the against, entire time, from what I understand, against something like four thousand uh, um, hardened Mexican troops. They after the Deguelo had been played, then that was it. They knew that even if even if they surrendered, that they would they would die. Right, and and I cannot imagine. The emotion that 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 must be left behind in in whatever the fabric is of that building. Well, there were like two men that left with the women and children. Yeah, and yeah, um, and they let them go. But then the rest of them, you know, they literally just chose to stay. They could have given up. They they knew they were going to die. Um, but yeah. it was it was a choice. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I, I just. You know that's why I'm a, such a believer in in sort of this emotion being left behind um, on battlefields where where soldiers. But you see, most of the soldiers on most battlefields don't know they're going to die. Right. We. I mean, it's the end of the day. You know, you, you're standing in a, a line of, of red coat soldiers or blue coated soldiers, or whoever, whatever. And 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 you know, although there's a, um, a line of soldiers. 30 yards away from you. But you would firing think that you. that would mean that much more energy in that place. I think so. Oh, God, I really do. I mean, you're Eric, talking about Jim Bowie. He was wounded, couldn't yeah. move hardly at all, yeah. was fighting to his death in his bed. Yeah, absolutely. So, Fired two pistols, so they say, you know, Bowie knife out. I mean, right. oh, my. I mean, it, it just doesn't matter. As I say, most soldiers believe they're going to live. Of course we do. None of us ever believe we think we're going to die. Um, it's always going to be the other guy. Right. But all 180, however many of those guys that were standing there on the battlements at the Alamo, 
for, for so, so many days knew they were going to die. Yep, without a and, doubt. And they sold their lives so dearly, uh, I believe that there's an awful lot of, of their energies yep. left behind in that building. Hey, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Oh, great. Okay, we will be back soon. Whether I'll be alone or whether it'll just be me and Eric, <laughs> we'll wait and see, guys. Welcome to Talkinet. Radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange, deranged. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parrax family. <laughs> the vault is open. You're listening to the haunted headlines. Your source for the stories making waves in the paranormal news. Sponsored by GhostVillage.com at www.GhostVillage.com backslash news. Good evening, I'm Chris Balzano and you're listening to the Haunted Headlines, Ghost Village's weekly journey around the paranormal newswire to bring you the biggest stories affecting the ghost community. The ghosts are out again at Croxon Park in Liverpool, England. In a report from the Liverpool Echo, a security camera at the Edwin Country House has caught a spirit for the second time this year. This ghost, which appears much like a person whose head is bald and reflecting the light, moves across the screen for more than 30 seconds. It closely resembles an orb with a cloak attached to it and appears transparent. According to the article, quote, One theory among mediums is that the figure may be the ghost of former resident Hugh William Osbert Monix the seventh and last Earl of Sefton, who died in 1972. You may remember we covered a sighting in the same location last March. Stop by the Ghost Village news site to get a link to both sets of footage, and you can see for yourself. Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen may have left their X-Men personas behind, but they are still performing together, this time in the stage classic Waiting for Godot at the Theatre Royal Haymarket in London. Stewart got more than he bargained for when he signed on. He may be a veteran of the English stage, but the actor has seen his first ghost in a theater. According to the Telegraph, the actor is said to have witnessed a man in a beige coat and twilled trousers just off the stage as he was coming off. The ghost is thought to be John Baldwin Buckstone, who was the actor-slash-manager of the Theatre Royal Haymarket in the mid-19th century and a good friend of Charles Dickens. While he did not skip a beat during the production, Stewart later said he was, quote, impressed by the off-scene spirit. Nigel Everett, one of the directors of the theater, said Buckstone, or whoever may be watching the plays from the afterlife, usually views comedies when they are performed. Lastly tonight, it may not have been a real ghost, but one spirit in India caused more suffering than any we've ever reported. In Bayrambore, five young men scaled the wall of the Ithar Senthal High School Hostel, which separates the male and female quarters. The area was in the middle of a power outage, and the boys went door to door scaring everyone they saw. Thinking they had seen a real ghost, and one that had been reported in the dorms before, the girls suffered a disproportionate response. Quoting a source from the Times of India, one girl, Pratima Basque, whose age was not revealed, fell unconscious and was rushed to a local hospital. 
she was declared dead on arrival. Five other girls were hospitalized. Authorities are still trying to sort out the details before any other action can be taken. That's the news for this week. Make sure to sign on to Ghost Village's news site to check out these and other stories at www.ghostvillage.com backslash news. I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine, and how are you? Good. I'm very well, thank you, mate. Very, very well. Oh, that's good, that's good. Well, it's not, it's, okay, guys, it's... we are live. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Live on Tochinet. I am Ron Cole, and with me, the host today is Richard Felix. Oh, nice to hear you, matey. <laughs> never known, I've never known half an hour go so quickly in all my life. Well, that's good to know. But we've, I've had a ball. Uh, have, we have a very, very special guest, and that would be uh, the psychic uh, artist and medium of Most Haunted, Brian Shepard. Well, thank you, and how are you? Very good, Brian. Uh, you know, I, this thing is really, really bugging me, so I've been dying to talk to you about it. It's not bad, don't, don't worry. <laughs> I, I work with a, a trans medium, okay? Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's really cool because, you know, the spirits talk to her and everything else. And also, uh, you know, you can have a medium. They can tell you things. And you can take photographs and everything. But you really can't see what the spirits look like, if, if you know what I mean. You no, have well, a, no, I, I know exactly what you mean, You of have a very rare gift because you actually see them. And not only can you see them, but you can actually put down what they look like on paper. And I think that is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, basically, I, I mean, I'm... I'm an artist anyway. I've always, I've always been able to draw, you know, from from, from way back when I was a little little kid. Um, and um, you know, I realized I realized that um, I, I had a I had a gift uh, as a medium when I was roughly 15 years old. And I, I kind of putting the two together, you know, it channels through me. That's what comes out. I'm a very visual person, if you like. <laughs> I, I think you know. I mean, that's that's such a I mean, you are such a valuable tool, and I don't mean that in any bad sense. I mean, it's just, uh, as far as paranormal investigating, it's simply amazing because here you can see the spirits, and you can actually, you know, if you if you like, actually draw a photograph of them so that everyone else can see them as well, and that's yeah. I mm. astonishing. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, well, well, hopefully, absolutely. I mean, I've just been doing it, funnily enough. I've, I've just been working on a on on the show um, last week, and um, th- th- there's going to be a live show coming up uh, shortly at the end of uh, October um, for eight eight days. And um, so we've uh, prepared some sketches. Uh, so anyway, there are, there's eight venues involved. I've been to all eight venues. I, 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 I've you know, been random, check to see if there's anything there, see what I can pick up. And indeed, I've produced, well, so far, seven drawings. Oh, wow. Um, you know, and uh, fingers crossed, it seems to be going quite well, so. Now, now Richard, oh. when you were on Most Haunted, I mean, don't you think uh, that would have been, you know, a valuable uh, asset? Uh, Brian would have been a bit of a value asset to have on the show. Oh, yeah, well, I actually worked with Brian on this because Brian used to come in every now and then as sort of the guest medium, didn't you, Oh, Brian? I missed that. I apologize. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. long and time we, ago, we, Richard. Yeah, it was a long time ago, mate. I mean, crikey, man, I've been gone for ah, well over two and a half years, but uh, so it mm. must be three, four, five years. But, I mean, you know, some of the... I was actually saying on, on the first half of the show, I was, I was bullying you up, mate, and, and saying how, <laughs> you know, some of the things... That you came out with, um, 
uh, unbelievable because you see for me it, it's so as, as Ron's just already sort of touched on most mediums stand stand and say, well, say what they like can't they say there's a guy standing in the corner he's, he's wearing a He's got a green green coat on, and he's got a little goatee beard, and he's going bald on top. Blah blah blah. End of story. But you can almost almost prove it because you actually let us see what you're seeing. Yeah, and I that, mean, yeah. Go on. That, yeah. That's awesome to me because it, it's almost almost proof positive. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Richard, it's it's the way I perceive it, I suppose, in the first instance, if if that makes sense. In that yeah. I'm, I'm picking up what I'm picking up, but I'm equally receiving, you know, visual information. Yeah. Which, yeah. And, and basically, once again, I'm saying, I mean, to, to me, it just seems, in a way, quite commonplace um, and, and quite natural, if you like, because it's just channeling through me. Yeah. But, Brian, it, it is work. natural. This is yeah. this is the thing that we need to try and get the the, the, the skeptics. Or, or I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I am a skeptic, but I believe in ghosts. I believe there is a gift. I believe. But but my, my thoughts are that, it, and I've said this on the show before. It's time we stopped the disbelieving uh, and and started to understand that that there is something that certain people have different gifts to other people. And as you hit, said, just it. It's all in your perception. It's all what's going on in, in your mind. Your mind is an individual mind. It's different to my mind. Um, mm. And you have a gift to, to, to talk and see people that once lived, and, but, but even better, to actually put it on, on, on paper. And, and I always remember the, the, the program we did um, at Craigie Castle. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know whether you remember this. And, and there was um, this lady. She was a singer. She was a yeah Adelina Patti in the Victorian right. times, mm. and she was a personal friend of Rossini. And yeah. I believe I believe that she actually insisted on being buried. She, I don't know whether she was in love with him. I haven't got a clue about that. But but you you came along, and I've already explained to folks on the show that you know that that you guys do not know where you're coming to some on on, on the ordinary shows before you arrive. And you came up with this this drawing of this guy who we, we hadn't got a clue. We hadn't got a clue who he was. And I went busily on the internet, zipping through. After you'd done it, what? And lo and behold, I'm, I'm looking up the, and here I get this picture of Rossini. And I kid you not, mate, that that picture that you'd drawn was so close to, to this 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 draw picture of Rossini um, on the internet. I mean. Blew my mind well, that's away, amazing. I was, I, I, I was going to say, well, how, in a way, how close did I get? I, I, you see, I never know, really. Um, you were, you were very, very close, and I'm, I'm pretty right. sure. You go back and have a look at one of the old most haunted because it's on it. Um, yeah. But as I say, you know, I haven't got a clue who you'd drawn. I didn't know what Rossini looked like. I don't know whether you did. No. Well, <laughs> but well, you draw this well, figure. To, 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 to be honest, Richard, it's it's. Uh, you're right. A, I don't know where I'm going anyway. No. Uh, no. Uh, prior to the visit, um, and 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 B, uh, in his case, let's face it, it, it's really not my not my bag in in terms of music. So or whatever. Not know. me neither. No. <laughs> so, so it's not so, as um, if not as if you were sort shop. of walking around 
whistling a Rossini tune as you were. <laughs> and, well, you know, absolutely. Even if you I mean, it. I've never really done it, you know. I've never caught myself doing it yet. But, um, no, but, but, but I tell you, I mean, as I say. Yeah, it I was mean, there, guys. It, you know, this picture of Rossini was... was you know, so similar to this picture that I pulled up on it. It was trust me. It really was, and that's for well, me. That's kind of you to you say. Know. Well, it's a pleasure. That's what because that's what it's about. And um, Brian, nobody knew beforehand. You, can I ask you something, Brian? Sure. It, um, have you ever been? You know, I'm just I'm just trying to think of this. How you can make this absolutely foolproof? I mean, if we took you somewhere and, and even blindfolded you, so you didn't even know where you're going. Could you be in a, a building and actually you you could still see spirit even though you were blind food, right? Yeah, but the funny, <laughs> I, I, I guess I, the, the funny answer. He wouldn't be able that, to see the paper though, would you? No, no, but in a way, oh, yeah. <laughs> in in a way, it's funny because um, you know I just I mentioned just now I just been working and um, I have my glasses in my pocket, but I, I you know I didn't for some reason I just didn't put them on and um, I was able to do it anyway, oh, wow. oddly mm. enough. And, and I do need glasses. I mean, uh, I'm hopeless at reading something without, you, you know, my eyeglasses. Right. Um, but, but I didn't put them on. And it came through anyway. And I thought, well, let's, let's, let's do that again. And for, the, and, and, and for all the seven or eight venues that we visited, I did not use the glasses at all. That's, I mean, check it out. It, it will be on TV soon. So, uh, mm-hmm. And believe me, I do need glasses normally to, uh, to work. See, that's a proof positive. I mean, it, it's awesome. That's... Well, we hope so. I mean, the um, the sketches haven't been uh, verified for any kind of likeness or or, or whatever. But uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> so we'll see. Mm. Now, Brian, so tell we me. Al- we always got to ask the, the silly question, which is, what was probably your scariest moment at uh, on most haunted? I mean, that's uh, uh, the, the scariest. Scariest. Mm. Oh, that, well, now that's not. No, that's an odd one because uh, you know, because I I I don't get that scared. I I'll tell you what happens to me, and um, I give an example. Uh, I think that my worst moments are are, are places um, underground, like like cave systems. Okay, um, and there was one that we did, and um, crikey, you know, I, I was I was way under there. The lights were out. And if I'd had to get out of there fast, I could not have done so. It was Chislehurst Caves. And believe me, I was, if I was afraid, I was afraid then. But for those reasons, as opposed to, you know, something in the spirit world. Wow. Tell me, Brian, was it, was it the being underground that you were frightened of, or the spirits? Oh, no, this being underground, being kind of... Well, it's claustrophobic, I suppose, in a way, but just not knowing. The lights are out. It was a system. I'm mm. hopeless at direction. <laughs> if, I'd, if I'd felt that I had to get out fast, I could not have done so, and that was scary. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand that. Because, you see, the reason I ask that is because, in, in, you know, and this is only my opinion, I, I am, yeah. you know, no expert on the subject or anything else, sure. but, you see, I, I, I personally... And everybody knows this by now. I'm frightened of ghosts, and have been frightened of ghosts nearly all of my life. Whereas right. I would imagine that that someone like you, who obviously has has lived with them, obviously since the age of of, of fifteen, yeah. Um, yeah, would not find them anything to be scared of. Well, I just generally don't. Um, it, no. It's the way I am. I I don't see that there is anything to be scared of. I think there's everything to be gained and Thank understood. You. 
by connecting um, with the spirit world. Yeah, because you see, my thought, as I say so often to people, the profession of a ghost, if it had one, it hasn't, but if it did have, would not be to scare you. No. I could, They're not well, there to get I, you. No, I don't. <laughs> well, actually, that's right, though. Ron and I disagree on this. Yeah, I, I know a couple that definitely would like to get a hold of me. Well, yeah, well Ron, there you go, there you go. Ron's yeah. into demons. You, you've got me thinking now, you've got me thinking, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, Ron likes his demons. I don't believe in them. <laughs> well, well, even no, even even if you don't believe in, in demons. I don't. Okay, well, even if you don't, even if, you know, even Brian doesn't, if he doesn't mm. believe in demons. Mm. And if you believe that we are the same in the spirit world as we are in the, the real world, there are some real yeah, bees. And this yeah. world and that world. So why wouldn't they yep. be any different? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think as far as I'm concerned, yes, there, 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 are, there, there have been some very evil people who have now passed on, you, you know, as are evil people yeah. today. But um, I, I just do not affect, I just do not believe they can affect any kind of evil or, or, or harm toward me now that they have passed on. It is purely mm. an understanding. I can understand their malevolence uh, and their evil in life, but it's certainly not going to affect me in any way. I do not believe it will. No. No. Brian, well, well, quick. Well, Brian, though, do you believe spirits can move objects? I, I'm sure of that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. depending on the amount of energy generated, then, then, then certainly it can. Um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago I encountered a situation, and the, um, the, 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 the energy that I felt there was absolutely incredible. And I said mm -hmm. to the occupant, occupant of, the, uh, the, uh, of, of the building, uh, do not be surprised if indeed you do see things, you know, occasionally fly around or, or, or a vase pushed over or kitchen utensils uh, thrown around. Um, mm -hmm. it, it was my belief that there was everything there to do so, and it was strong mm -hmm. enough, certainly. But not necessarily to throw them at that person? Not necessarily, no. And you no. know what it's like. People say to you, oh, I was sitting watching uh, TV one night and, um, and, uh, and a jug flew mm. over or tipped over and spoons all fell out or something. It, that yeah. sort of thing, as opposed to uh, uh, be directed at, um, uh, at a person. At you. No, that, that's no, right. Wait okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If, if, in fact, one of the chapters in our book, uh, there was a woman who actually was hit in the head with a spindle from a uh, banister. Yeah, came out of the, the banister, flew across the room, and hit her in the head. Right. It was right. a mistake on the part of the ghost. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's either, it's either that or, yeah. it, 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 <laughs> yes, it, it, <laughs> or she was in the wrong place at the right time. At the wrong yeah, absolutely. Time. Whether, yes. Whether yeah. that was intentional or not is something else, put it that way. Brian, let me get in there. Let me get a word in quick because here's something. Back to this, this evil business, what you said about, and I absolutely agree with both you, Ron and yourself that, you know, um, e there, are, there is evil because there are mm. terribly, terribly evil people. And, and I would perhaps say that when, when you pass over, that you probably continue uh, to take the, the evil with you on the other side. Do you think that there's possibly a time... It, where we actually become cleansed of, of, of... In other words, what on earth is Hitler doing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm sure. I suppose, you know, we hope that we are cleansed. I think we're getting mm. near to... Uh, near, uh, or on the verge of another subject now. Uh, and, mm. and, and possibly religion, but... Um, oh, I know. We, oh, we, don't we, get me on that one. 
no, 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 absolutely. And as I said, but, on the verge of. Um, yeah, but, but um, I, I don't know. As I say, I do not believe, you, you know, whether evil or not in life, uh, you, you, know, you, you know, you could feel that effect when someone has passed over, put it that way. Mm. I do not believe, I, you know. I'm told, and again, this is only, you know, I, I'm told a lot by people, that, that mm. obviously we go somewhere else, we go to a bank of, like, a consciousness or something, and I'm told that one of the things that remains with us is our ego. And when I say our ego, that's our personality. So that means, or could mean, that, you know, to sort of, you know, add a bit of weight to Ron's subject, if you like, that means that if our ego is a bad ego, if we are, yeah. you know, then perhaps that that remains with us. So perhaps Hitler and Attila the Hun and 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 Mussolini and whoever else you want to call yeah. is actually waiting for a second coming. <laughs> well, maybe. Perhaps. As I say, I've, ne- I've never encountered them, thank goodness. But um, <laughs> perhaps you could be right. You could be right. Um, yeah, I just wonder. I just wonder whether that that is the situation or. or because I'm, I'm getting on to that subject of, of religion, which, uh, uh, mm. you know, I, I'm personally not a believer in, in you going over and then being cleansed of your sins, uh, sure. like on Judgment Day. or you In know, that way, or, yeah. But mm. let's hope, let's hope I'm wrong and that people like Hitler are actually burning in hellfire for eternity. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Right, I just don't know. I don't think that is the case. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know what happens. In other words, you know, if there is such a thing as reincarnation or, or, or sometimes yeah. some people come back again because they're not ready to move on, goodness me, who, you know, which, who, who's, has Hitler come back again in, somewhere, in someone else's body? Oh, well, my goodness, well can... maybe. I mean, that's, that's a big question, isn't it? Maybe we mm. do come back, and, 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 and you know, uh, but, but are a different person, if you like, to look at, <coughs> and, you know. Um, so who knows? I mean, once again, Richard, I mean, there are, let's face it, there are lots of evil people walking around today, live yeah. people. I mean, it's scary, yeah. isn't it? Uh, um, yeah. Let's face it. Um, so could they I've have never, been... I, sorry, go on. I was going to say, could they perhaps be, you know, an evil person that's come back again? And oh goodness, there's so. M- I tell you what, the, the amazing thing is that that we're so busy doing everything else, like taking photographs of Mars and sending people to the moon, and yeah. yet we do not understand a tiny bit about ourselves, do we? Uh, um, no. Are- well, that's right. You know, and that question alone proves it, doesn't it? That we haven't scratched yes. the surface, really. No, I mean, no. if we had the time to, to, to sit down and think about those things and explore those possibilities, but no. we don't. We don't allow ourselves that time at all. No, we don't. And, and yet when people like yourself come along, and lots, lots of others out there that are, are telling us things, so many people just disbelieve it. And oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, find it amazing. Well, what can I say about that? If people disbelieve, they disbelieve. I mean, yeah. you know as well as I do that there's nothing that I will... If someone's a disbeliever, there's probably nothing that I could do to, 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 to get them to believe. Right. And I kind of I kind of go along with that, if you like, in a way. I, I kind of wish yeah. they would. Um, yeah. But if they won't, they won't. And, and, and that's the way life is. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, what is it? To the, to the believer, no proof is necessary. To the skeptic, yeah. no proof is possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I know where I'm at, put it that way. Exactly. I know what I'm seeing. I know what I'm hearing. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's about that as opposed to worrying yeah. what other people think about it, you know? Correct. And if people don't, don't want to accept it, then 
Mm. So be it. So oh, be yeah, it. Get on with your own th- yeah. There are lots of people out there who, who, who embrace it, who accept it, um, mm. who have come to more me. More and more. Um, oh, yeah, who have come to me on a one-to-one basis, and I sincerely, uh, well, I know from what they tell me that I've been mm. able to help them. And, you know, that makes me feel good. That does my heart good, you know? Mm, you, know, sure. you, know what, sure. you know what's really interesting is that the British uh, seem to uh, not rely on, on the scientific end as much as the Americans do. To them, the, the, it's Correct. all about that. They seem to, they want the proof, whereas mm-hmm. the, the British seem to uh, uh, rely on the mediums to think, your mediums and the psychics, and, and to them that, that is proof, which I think you're probably a step above us as far as that. I mean, we're so scientific. I think we overlook. I think, yeah. I, I think it. I think you can push it. Probably, you know, maybe too far. Um, you know, there's lots of experiments. I know you do and tests and all the rest of it. Um, I, as I say once again, I can only reiterate. I know where I'm at. I know whether I can help someone or not. People have come to me. Uh, occasionally, I have to say to them that I'd like to help you, but I, I, I can't. I, I don't think I can. Other people have come to me, and it's been great on, on a one-to-one basis. Um, you know, the proof is, as they say, uh, you know, do, do, do I need to be to the test? Right. But, I, I mean, it just seems that way that, like, for instance, on Most Haunted, um, you, you don't see, you know, you might, Karen might have an EMF meter or something, but you, you don't have the full setup like they do, like on Ghost Hunters or on, on some of our other shows where we've got all yeah. the scientific equipment spread out all over the place and we're That's for that right. holy grail. Yeah, no, mm. absolutely. I've, I've, believe me, I've, I've, I've seen the shows and, and, and look, I've, of course, worked on Most Haunted, um, which looks like a shoestring um, uh, in comparison, if you like. Right. But the substance is all there, as far as I'm concerned. Um, when, and we must remember that, that, that we're talking about um, we're, we're talking about experiments. We're, we're talking about TV shows also, um, and, and that's where I have a problem. You, you know, at times uh, uh, people are watching it for what reason? I mean, they're hoping to see what a ghost or something, or, 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 or mm-hmm. listen to a, 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 an explanation from me. Uh, you know, but. Um, as I say, I know where I'm at. I, I, you know, security I'm interested in. That might get distilled somewhat within the context of a TV show. Um, do you need, you know, half a truck full of, mater- of equipment? I don't think you do, personally, no. because uh, you see, again, as Ron quite right, yes, the Americans are much more into their... Um, Shack attacks or hack attacks, whatever they are, and obeluses and, 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 oh my god, K2s and this and that and the other. And, and at the end, at the end of the day, all that stuff can do is, is prove that yes, the temperature, if, if, if a medium or anybody in the crew says, my god, it's cold in here, uh, you know, then all it can do is prove yes, they're telling the truth. That yeah, none of right. these, none of this kit, as far as I'm concerned, Mm. Is a ghost detector. No, no, no. The only ghost detector is you, Brian, or your dog, in my opinion. Well, yes, 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 indeed. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, that's that's where I'm at. That's exactly what I believe. With all the gear under the sun, you know, I I would still do what I do, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you, you know... Even, even it, right, okay, you're coming closer to it, going back to what I said, you can draw a picture of what you see, but 
the thing is that if you're standing looking at something which is in your perception, in your mind, someone standing next to you with a camera still can't prove that you're seeing they they can't take a photograph of what you're what you've got in your perception. No. And that's what it is. A perception yes. they cannot see into my brain, into my mind. No. They cannot see they anything. Even if you've got the camera in your hand, but if you've got the pen in your hand or the oh, that's pencil, a whole that's a whole different, a whole different ball game. Absolutely, exactly, exactly. And that's that's the fascinating thing about. And once again, I'll say it's, it, it's what I'm seeing inwardly that, that, mm. that my fingers are, you know, I'm channeling out through through, through, yeah. through my ability as an artist. Yeah. So you are using, you know, the oldest, well, the oldest form of ghost detector. Your 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 intuition, your mind, your perception, and your fingers. And the pen, which is an instrument of, of, of you. But all no, the absolutely. scientific equipment, all the scientific equipment, including the cameras, the infrared mm. cameras, the, the whatever it happens to be, the yeah. heat seeking, none of it can can bring us a ghost. No. Can no, it, Ron? No. And, and I don't mind it being there. Believe me, I have nothing against it. You know, no, fine. No. Even oh. with Kieran, you know, with his, his bits and pieces. Great. I mean, why not? But yeah, no, oh, yeah, no, why no, not? Leave me, leave me to do my own thing. I, I, I don't it, want all that stuff. Yeah, and it looks okay, good on I telly. I hate to tell you guys, but uh, we've actually run out of time. That went fast. Oh. But you know what? I, I really apologize because uh, I was uh, stuck in traffic. So, uh, that kind don't of worry. We had a fascinating conversation about the Alamo. Yeah, but I, I would actually like to talk more about sports <laughs> of Brian. Uh, I would love to. Brian, we must have you back on. Listen, listen, I'd love to because There's it was getting interesting. I, I, I enjoyed talking to you guys, and I'd love to, yeah. Brian, anything coming up for you before we run out of time totally? Sorry, anything? Anything you'd like to talk about before you? No, you only, only that I'm just about to embark, and embark on, um, on a most haunted uh, live uh, coming off uh, at the end of, um, well, eight days in actual fact, at the end of, uh, of October from 24th through, to, through 31st, which is Halloween, of course. And what about a website? Do you have a website? I do, com, which is basically centered around artwork, and I mean fine artwork as opposed to anything else. Okay. Um, but that's being changed currently, I believe, so um, look out for it, yeah. Okay, here's, here's the deal. After uh, you do the Most Haunted uh, special, uh, why don't we have you back on and, and see how you made out your drawings and hey, what, what type of experiences you have. That would be great. Well, there you go. What, uh, <laughs> we'll find out if any of these drawings, you know, look like any, any anybody that they should look like. So maybe I can answer a few more of your questions then. But sure, I'd love to come back on. All right, Brian. Thank you so much. And I really apologize for, you know, making this so short for you. Hey, hey, traffic's traffic. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Cheers, Brian. Uh, give my okay. regards to everybody on the crew and have a fantastic Halloween, mate. I will. And it's lovely to talk to you, mate. You take and care you. of yourself. And you. We'll meet up one day. Yes, I hope so. Good luck. Take care. Bye. 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 Well, we're just about out of time, Richard. Anything you want to add? Hey, I know it. I, you know, I should be whipped for this, but what can I tell you? No, you didn't. No, listen, I left you all alone in the Worthen for the whole show, didn't I? Because I couldn't make it in time. But uh, and that was traffic. Now that you mentioned that, you did, didn't you? If I don't have yes, tip for tat. Tip for tat. All the best, my friend. Have a good week and. Cheerio to everyone. We'll see you next week. Yeah, who do we have next week, Richard? Who have we got next week? Hopefully, I shall be trying to get Ian Lawman to come along, which will right. be really have, good, because that's going to be a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. To ghoulies, to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, 
and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.